You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. This edition of It's My Money is brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, your partner for global wealth creation. It's Tuesday, so it's time for It's My Money with Brenthurst Wealth. And from Brenthurst Wealth this week, it's Suzanne Howman. And Suzanne, we're going to put on our home economics hats now. And we're going to talk about things that may seem mundane to many people. It's not the high-powered volatility of the various asset classes, equities and gold and everything else. But it's all to do with starting at home. All good things start at home, I think. And what, what are you really getting at here when you talk about managing your household expenditure? Good afternoon, Lindsay, and hello to the listeners. Thank you. If we've seen anything with um, regards to household expenses over the last couple of months is how this whole COVID pandemic has um, made a lot of households suffer because suddenly you realize what expenditures there are and your salary, how that correlates between your income and anything that you put out. So um, we all know that it's not strange to pay a couple of hundreds of rands for a simple bag of groceries. If you go to the pick and pay on an afternoon to buy milk, um, some bread, a magazine and choppies to braai, you're walking out of there paying 250, almost 300 rand. So suddenly 300 rand has become quite a lot of money. Um, And if you look at the rand, which has weakened against the major currencies over the last couple of years, the expectation is there that this trend will continue over the foreseeable future. Our rand is weakening against the dollars and the pounds. And we are importing most of our things. It's not manufactured in South Africa anymore. So buying a kettle or a toaster for your house is suddenly becoming quite more expensive than a hundred rand you paid a couple of years ago. Now you're looking at five, six hundred rand to replace something that is broken in your house. When you looked at this uh, exercise that we're now speaking about and you looked at household expenditure, did you rank household expenditure on a monthly basis by the amount you spend or by importance, if you see what I mean? So in other words, you have to have food, even though that might not be your biggest expenditure. How did you do it? I basically took my own money. I looked at what I suddenly realized, how much are we actually spending over um, a time period and what is necessary and what is luxuries. But even the necessities I realized over the last couple of months have become quite more expensive than it was a year or two ago, which we all know due to inflation and um, the rand weakening and everything that goes along with it. Um, if you look at even if at our prime interest rate, which is at the lowest point it has been for many years, it has been indicated that our interest rates won't go down. It will from now on only start rising again. And during the last couple of months, a lot of South Africans have been living on debt with the interest rates that's been um, saying to increase now that debt payments are going to increase as well, meaning your spendable money is actually decreasing every month as these interest rates goes up. Yeah, indeed. So, so, so what we might have here is a, a, the double whammy. If interest rates have bottomed and they do start to go up, then we've got that, which is essentially a, a tax on you. And secondly, if the rand continues to depreciate, then the rand is also a tax on your money. And uh, some people don't have that sort of luxury. Some people are already living uh, at their at their limit, if you like. 
Exactly. So basically what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to tell the listeners that how can they get around this or how can they get penny wise um, and not pound foolish um, is first, I would say, work out a budget. Go and identify what is your fixed costs and what is your changing costs every month. Fixed costs being uh, medical aid payments, um, bond payments, uh, credit card payments or loan payments. Those things that you can't change, that you have no control over. Your variable changes will think, will be things like food, luxuries, clothing accounts, um, that you can reduce or put on a different type of interest rate. Um, I mean, many clothing accounts give you the uh, option of paying it over six months with no interest rate or a 12-month period with an interest rate. Go and look at that small things where you can make small changes which actually benefit you on a monthly basis in terms of um, spending money. Where you identify luxuries, reduce the luxuries that is not needed. If you're going to a restaurant three times a month, reduce that to one time a month. Yeah, that would be one luxury. Have you identified any other areas, luxury or not, that you can trim back on? Or even if you don't want to, you need to trim back on that won't affect your day-to-day life too much. Are there any particular ones that really stand out to you, Suzanne? For me, it's the shop that you buy at. Um, monthly groceries. If you suddenly have a tight budget, um, look at where you buy your groceries. If you're used to buying groceries at Woolworths, maybe look at Pick and Pay or Checkers, which offers you um, the benefits of a a loyalty card where you can save on the amount of things you buy. And also with Pick and Pay Smart Shopper, they identify things that you buy regularly and they Um, reward you by giving you money back if you buy those things in the future. By making that change just from going from one shop to the next, you actually save a couple of hundred rands every month. Indeed, I've done the same thing. Normally, my criteria for uh, choosing a shop is its proximity to where I live, you know, because I'm lazy. Uh, But recently... Recently, I've moved and there's a there's two shops equidistant from my apartment. And one is a budget sort of chain and then one is a sort of a slightly higher end. And I go to the budget one now just for, you know, things like fruit and vegetables. The other stuff I get from the, 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 the smarter shop. But yeah, it's, it, it makes sense, doesn't it? It does make sense. Then also, when it comes to intra- or to debt payments, um, I would highly recommend the clients to go and sit, make a summary of your debt that you have to pay every month. Um, look at your highest interest rate first. Make sure that you pay that debt off as soon as possible, that any extra money that's lying around at the end of the month goes to that highest debt. And as soon as that is paid off, you go down your list to make sure you pay off your debts as quickly as possible and everything that you save after paying your debts put that towards your retirement the one thing that we saw now is and that we're telling clients is um, if you look at this last couple of months um, and the money that you had to get out with every month without receiving an income because let's face it a lot of people didn't receive income for three four months now is consider what the current economic climate would do to you if you were living on a small pension every month. That usually tells you that you have to save more aggressively for retirement. And then the other thing that we've also spoken before about, Lindsay, is an emergency fund. 
make sure that any additional cash after you paid off your debt goes towards an emergency fund that can give you two to three months of your monthly expenses. That's money that you can spend without being afraid to spend it on any unforeseen circumstances like car repairs, medical bills, or when you sit out of an income for a month or two. Yeah, this is all good common sense stuff. When it comes to paying off debts, what is the first thing that the average person, the average man or woman in the street would, would target? Would it be the credit card? Uh, absolutely. A credit card. And then um, we also saw for many low-income households that doesn't have an, um, an credit card or an overdraft facility actually went to some quick and easy loan people that you get on street corners, commonly known as loan sharks, um, mm. which now, looking back, has hurt them quite badly. I don't want to get too homely, but um, you'll be very proud of me, Suzanne, because normally when I get ripping my trousers or jeans or something, I just go and buy a new pair, you know, because, again, because of, of laziness and because at, um, in, in the old, good old days when I actually earned a bit of money. Uh, but now you'll be proud of me. I'm going to a tailor and taking two pairs of trousers that need some attention, and I'm going to have them sort of revamped a bit. So you can save by doing that as well. Another great tip from Lindsay well Williams. Done. Hmm. <laughs> Well done. <laughs> okay, thank you very much. So, so sum it up, if you would, unless you've got any other points, please, Suzanne. No, basically that sums up my uh, talk and my um, advice for the clients is make a budget, identify your fixed costs, your variable costs, and make sure that you do not overspend on non-essential uh expenses have you found this is a final question this is a personal one to you have you found that since the lockdown in various uh, at various levels that you are spending more your household is spending more or less during lockdown we definitely spent more on household um, food items um, and also um, entertainment out items for uh, a toddler to keep him busy not just in front of the ipad yeah. but since lockdown i definitely um started thinking differently about general things in house like electricity water saving things like that cleaning um uh, cleaning uh, stuff that you use in the house those type of things i think differently about and i also started um going to buy in bulk handy andy and so forth from shops instead of buying it at the pick and pay or the checkers mm. which work out cheaper on the long run very organized of you suzanne thanks very much for your sage advice that's suzanne Halman from brentus wealth and that was it's my money it's my money was brought to you by brentus wealth an award-winning boutique wealth management company the views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of lindsay williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer, or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision, and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.